How are you on? <laughs> Not bad, okay, yourself? There now. Good to see you, boy. Looking well. Right, right Hi everyone, welcome to FETV Zoom Room and in the Zoom Room tonight we have Owen O'Connell I'm joined here by Derek Collin, Dennis Bean and welcome to the show Owen How are you? How are you coping with uh, full-time professional football sitting on the couch all day? Yeah, it's, um, it's been tough to be fair, uh, not really uh, as you say used to it but we'll try to get out of the house a small bit and maybe do a bit of running here and there um, started doing some kind of proper training today so that's been about it really watching as much stuff as I can on Netflix it's been about keeping me busy how are you, how are you dealing it with we try that again yeah 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 yeah. that was, that was him how, how do you do that uh, ventriloquist thing <laughs> how are you uh, yeah so what's what's Coming from the club over there, I suppose. From from so anyone that's watching that doesn't know Owen, Owen is playing with Rochdale. So, how how what what direction is coming from the club and from the manager and? Uh, not much really as regards the kind of hierarchy up in the club, but um, yeah, the the staff, the manager, and that have been in kind of constant contact. Uh, I think they put back the date that anyone can start training now to the fourteenth of April, but I think that'll probably go back again. So. We've just kind of had, uh, just keeping us up to date with whatever's going on. And um, obviously, they've sent out programs over the weekend for lads to kind of do running for over the next couple of weeks to try and keep ourselves fit. So that's been about it, really. I think everyone else, I don't, I don't think anyone really has a plan. I think everyone's just kind of going with the flow and, and seeing what happens. You're like Dennis, so just, <laughs> just getting fit at the moment. That's it. I'm a pre-season, my pre-season. As we can see, we can see your shoulders this week in the camera, right, Dennis? Fair play, it's, it's gone a bit better. He's building them up. Yeah, you, you see, every 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 two weeks he's going lower because the Tuesday waves is dropping. We'll just go. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> little tease, little tease. Every kilometre run is it? Yeah. <laughs> every every metre, Derek. Every metre. Come on up. Every metre. Yeah. And and Derek, you see, you got awesome. a few new books, did you? Yeah, I just the Hoggies one's got thrown out again, so I just I changed Hoggies with a few seconds in the ball one. So we we, we thought we thought Hoggy was in your your host last week because he disappeared <laughs> with a library as well. Oh yeah, you saw I only saw half of it today, so I was enjoying it. It was great to yeah, hear yeah. Admir, except for his new dodgy accent. I know, yeah, very, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's in the background there, Owen? Is that is that like a, a set of golf clubs or a guitar? Yeah, that's my golf clubs in the corner there. Oh, so I thought we were going to get a tune from the guitar. Uh, oh no, yeah, right, I haven't got yeah, that yeah. in the locker. It's in the Are family, only, but not me. <laughs> How's the golf one? Into the golf? Yeah, I like the golf. Yeah, um, not not very well. Like I play off thirteen, so but I played a bit there the last couple of weeks when they were still open, but. Uh, that was about it. Oh, he goes, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I was disappointed at that. I thought we might be able to, to keep the golf yeah. open. But of all the sports. And a cat candy did the hurley grip? No, no, no. I was for a while there when I was younger, but uh, the old yeah, man got, he, went, out of me. he went to Celtic yeah. and he got the professional he, took, he, took the he, went, he, went, <laughs> <laughs> he got the little thumb and the fake. He was off, he went. He was, he was happy out. Yeah. yeah, I'm still cat candid. I couldn't get rid of it. You're a Joe Gamble, yeah. so. You're Joe Gamble. Joe, Joe, Joe's proper cack-handed. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. It's very hard to get rid of him after you playing hurling, isn't it? What do you play off, Derek, in golf? I got on to five, Darren. So don't listen to any of this stuff saying that you'll never get to single figures as a cack-hander. So. Are you five? Yeah. Yeah. I got oh, to, well. I'm up to, I'm up to six. Up to five point eight now. So. Oh yeah. Well, I'm playing all year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love the I love the way Dennis uh, like Owen and Derek both said like oh yeah I'm alright I'm alright playing off 13 and 5 like the, you know oh, like, it was like, yeah, I was watching, yeah. I was watching uh, did you ever see the first date on a on, on, on a whatever night to be on and this fella came in he thought he was great he was off a of 4 and this girl came in and she she was he didn't know that she was in the golfing academy in America so he go what, what are your interests and she said golf Oh, are you good? And he goes, <laughs> yeah, like that. And she said, what are you off? And he said, four. And she goes, oh, go away. He goes, yeah, do you like golf? Yeah, I do. Yeah, what are you off? One. Scratch. <laughs> One. <laughs> he was delighted with himself. <laughs> he Can thought he was running off four, and she just wiped him with the floor with scratch. <laughs> so, on. 
give us a quick uh, just detail about like anyone that's listening, I suppose, your your kind of story, where you started in Cork and, you know, from schoolboys uh, to to obviously playing with Celtic, which is a lot of people's uh, dream as a footballer, especially Cork lads or Irish lads in general. Yeah, I, um, well, I started off at Corinthians in Cork for, I played there until I was about 15. I played one year then with Avondale and I went to Celtic from there, I think, uh, Kind of all came up pretty quickly, to be fair. I was with the uh, Emerging Talent, the FAI uh, Emerging Talent setup. We They picked like in a home-based Ireland team to play Celtic in a friendly in Glasgow. What age was that on? Um, I, just, I wasn't even uh, 16 yet, just 15 that summer. Would have been July. I was 16 the August. I played in uh, that, friend, that game over there. I think we won 2-1 and uh, was just on the way home and got a phone call like a couple of days after I got home saying... Um, that they were kind of looking at signing me. So uh, I was ready to go back to school. I was all set and then uh, kind of just spoke to my parents and they kind of said, like, might as well give it a try. So I went over initially in like a kind of a three-month trial basis. And um, yeah, I just thought like, you know, I was in trans- going into transition year in school. I just thought I'd give it a, give it a go and uh, got up for the three-year deal in the January and then uh, just went from there. I was there for six years, all in a couple of loans in between. Um, I went on loan to Oldham, was at Cork City for a couple of months and then uh, finished. Made my debut there when I was 18, left when I was 21, I think. Yeah, I think I played 13 games all in, so um, did all right. Played a few games, played a few games in Europe and all that, so I uh, didn't have to listen to my old man talking about playing in Europe again. <laughs> but um, that, was, that, was his, that was his one he held over me for years, but... Uh, yeah, so that, um, moment, that moment on when you you were obviously kind of in trial in transition, but then you're after getting the call. Yeah, we're going to give you a three. Year, what was it? Two year YTS, one year pro? Uh, no, it was. It's different in Scotland. You just go straight to pro deals. There's no dollar. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it was. Uh, I just signed a uh, three year pro straight away. I think it was. I think it was just a straight three year. Yeah. So. So 16 years of age. Yeah. Everything you were dreaming of. Everything. So what was that first moment like? Yeah, I was, um, to, be, to be honest, at the start, uh, the first couple of months, I struggled, which I think everyone would. I actually went home to, to, I think it was six or seven weeks after I went there, to play in the county final, hurling for Blackrock. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I went home. I kind of just said, like, look, I'm only here on trial. I'm not signed, so I need to go home for this. So I went home and uh, ended up playing. Uh, Did you win? We did, yeah. We won, yeah. That's all right. That's a it, so. It's yeah, so, and then... Uh, it was actually it was a good story to it because I lived in Diggs there until I was about 18, nearly 19. And uh, I moved Diggs in, no, in the November. And the Diggs woman only told me when I was moving out, she said to me, oh, you did well for a fellow who was only supposed to be here for two weeks because I think they told her they weren't going to offer me a deal when I moved oh. in there in the November. And I ended up staying, oh, yeah. uh, staying in the Diggs for two and a half years and signed the, the deal in the January and uh, just kind of took off from there. But yeah, I, was, I didn't really have any really time to think about it. There was two lads who moved in with me who were like, all seem to be blown up and they come over from Belfast and Waterford and uh, really high. I don't think anyone even knew when I left Cork. I, I kind of just basically got on the plane. And Disappeared. Sort of gave it that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disappeared. And so, in yeah. terms of Ga, because when I uh, I got my first call up to the Irish team, I was playing a Ga game the day before. And I gave my phone to my old fellow because I was on reserve team for the Irish 16s. And after through the game, my father go, and he was jumping onto the field with the phone, go get off the pitch, get off the pitch. <laughs> so I found the guy great, great ground, grounding, and it's good for physical upper body strength as well. You know what? What like and to go back playing guy when I finished was always something I wanted to do. But you know, at 32, 33, you lose a touch, you lose everything. I went back playing yeah. for a couple of months, but you just can't do it. Do you know what I mean? But I just thought the guy was a great grounding as well. You know. Yeah, it was brilliant. I uh, like my family's kind of steeped in GA tradition, and um, it's it's huge. And I still like a lot of a lot of my good friends. There would have been lads that I played Gaelic with growing up, and um, like yeah, I'm kind of similar to you. Know that's something I'd love to do when I retire is, is go back and play, um, go back and play maybe GA for a few years and see what's happening. But I loved it. I actually, um, to be honest with you, I was probably I was lucky when I was younger because I never really had to choose between. It only got me right at the end, I think, when things started to get a bit serious when I was involved with like the emerging talent that I had to go training on nights where I couldn't go Gaelic training. But I was quite lucky growing up that it never really clashed. So I was able to kind of go hard at all of them and just 
enjoy it really. Um, Derek is just after reconnecting back there as well. Derek was just speaking about you know um, just you were lost there speaking about Celtic and how you know Owen got there and how uh, I suppose getting offered a contract at that age and stuff as a kid and I, I know you're kind of big into this and coaching young fellas is there any kind of questions you want to ask Owen how he felt or you know going forward to help young lads out there well I, I suppose I missed what, what Owen said about it I, I, I suppose I'm interested in the different um, personalities and what works for for one person might be the, the, the total opposite thing that, that another person needs you know and I think at 16 17 like I went to Brighton at 17 um, I was a bit of a home bird I was a, I suppose a GA head and I kind of took a chance and went over there. It was back, it was back in 94. I was homesick an awful lot, you know. So for me, it was probably the wrong, in, in lots of ways, was the wrong move. Um, if, there was a, if there was an alternative option here in Ireland like there is today, I suppose that would have been the best move for me, you know. But that, that wasn't there at the time, you know. So still, for some people, like their, lives, their, lives imp- their life improves as they, when they make that move over. And for others, it, it goes downwards, you know. So I suppose it, every case... To its own, you know, and, and I think you've got to judge it that way. And what what would you say to that own looking back probably from now to decisions that you made going over that age? Like, do you agree with Derek or would you be like Yeah, well, kind of... I, I definitely found it uh, very tough the first few months. Maybe even the first year, to be honest. I um I kind of struggled to get the grips with like the the training and I was quite all the other like lads that were the same age as me there were were, were uh were a, lot, a big way ahead of me in terms of like physically, so it it is. I found it hard to kind of implement myself, but I kind of I remember uh, just kind of thinking to myself when the C we played uh, in the under seventeen ranges in the Glasgow Cup final, we lost on penalties, and I remember thinking I did all right. Like my my dad came over, I played well in the game, and uh, I just remember thinking to myself then that kind of gave me the kickstart that I needed to to think that I, you know I can do it. And I remember going home that summer and I trained the whole summer and just thought. Like, I survived that first year. Now, I don't want to be surviving again for the next couple of years. I want to give it a good go. So, um, I got back in the second year then. And that was when it was, I kind of knew then that that, that was for me. Like, I, I, there was no more homesickness. I was ready to go um, and, 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 do, and do what I could. And, but then there's, like, there's lads that I know. Like, you see Alan Brown went over to Preston quite late. He was the same age as me growing up. And... Um, I think there's positives for both ways. It, it, it is tough going over when you're young and, and homesick because I think it's quite natural. But um, it just depends. Like you said, different cases work for different lads. And uh, it just depends. It's all circumstances really you need a bit of luck as well when you're, when you're that age, I think. Yeah, yeah I just definitely. think it's, it's great. It's great. No one, um, I suppose that the, the options are here now. You know, you can stay here in, in Ireland and, and go to college and learn your football here. There was no option for us. I think Curtis Fleming and maybe Paul McGrath we might, me and your dad's day were the only two really standout names that would, would have gone from the League of Ireland to, to play in England, you know. So the change since those days is massive and, and it's great that, that you have the two options now. Yeah, it's huge. I was only saying that uh, to my dad uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was home. My younger brother is 15. Now I think he's 16 in June, but he's playing for Avondale now. And I was kind of saying it's kind of great because he's been, he was he had these kind of issues when he was younger where he, 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 he had grown a huge, uh, he grew very quickly and kind of needed to grow into himself. But I saw him play that uh, a couple of weeks ago and I kind of thought to myself, he looks like, looks very comfortable now. So before you, you kind of be thinking to yourself, oh, he's 15 or 16 and he's only like getting there now in terms of uh, physically up to his age. But for the, you, can, you can go now and stay at home till you're 18, 19, 20 and, and, and you know, still have a chance of, of going across, like you said, which is a huge, huge asset, I think. I tell you what, there's good breeding in that O'Connell family in there because Andy's decent as well. What's like, <laughs> tricks of the trades there. No, what's, what's going yeah, on there? Yeah, Andy's, uh, Andy wasn't bad either, to be fair. He's a, uh, the younger brothers is playing centre half now as well. So the other two were strikers, uh, my own man and Andy. So, um, yeah. I think and uh, he got back into the back three as well for Avondale every yeah. now and again. Yeah, and yeah. he used to play at the back saying end. He, saying that he didn't say long there, he was gone uh, off in his own shots. Every a, now and he, he wouldn't say back three long. He was an overlap. <laughs> he, 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 he was a bit. He was a bit like out of the what you call yeah. the book, out of the um, Sheffield United book. Yeah, you know, yeah. overlap and full. Uh, yeah, and he's definitely in that mold. You know. <laughs> 
But you're all no, quite similar in your play. Like, you're all quite comfortable on the ball, composed. You know, you can tell you've got a good football brain. You know, I wonder... I, I haven't seen the younger brother play now yet, but is he is he like that as well? Or Yeah, he was... I said because I, I honestly I I think um, that was the first time I've I've seen him play in years there the other, when I was home a couple of weeks ago and uh, yeah he was trying to throw a few cry turns at the edge of his own box and stuff so uh, <laughs> yeah 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 he's yeah been watching me a bit too much <laughs> the cry the cry is is bred into you <laughs> yeah 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 I think he's been watching me and the other fella a bit much so um, <laughs> have to we'll have to maybe get that out of him but uh, oh he, he he's so uh, when you came back to Cork then uh, Owen like what was your mindset when you were coming back was it to go back over, was it to give your all? Because you came back under Johnny, wasn't it, Johnny? Yeah, See? yeah, yeah. I was actually, because yeah. um, what it was, I went on loan to Oldham in the end of the deadline, the summer yeah. deadline. And um, I'd already played for Celtic in the league, and then I played for Oldham and ended up going back to Celtic in the January. And I'd already played for those two, and uh, it was kind of made clear that I wasn't going to be involved at Celtic for the rest of the season under the manager there at the time. So, uh, I was going to, meant to go on loan to Sweden and uh, I think uh, John Caulfield got wind of it and just kind of, he rang my, my dad and said like, why don't he just come home instead? Because the overlapping season, I, I couldn't sign for the third club in England, but because the League of Ireland runs over the summer, I could go there. So as soon as I, he rang, I said, yeah, that's, I'd love to do that and got kind of literally went straight in the office and just said, look, can we make this happen? And they did and uh, went over and yeah, that, that was it really. Oh yeah. I went, I went over there in, to Cork kind of thinking to myself, I didn't really know what, to, what I was thinking, to be honest. Um, the manager at Celtic at the time was, I wasn't really getting on with him about a year left in my contract, so I, I didn't really, wasn't sure what was going to happen. And um, he left, I think, then, midway through my loan spell at Cork City. So I kind of thought to myself, I mean, that happened right. Well, I'll definitely go back and, and, and see what happens. But um, yeah, I ended up getting injured then, so I had to go back a bit earlier. But it was never of a case that I was going to stay at home. I think uh, I think it just worked out really well for me to to go back and get games and um, try and get back over. And then you linked up with another Cork man, did you? I did. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, <laughs> he he he. Uh, just to start this, year, I had a loan at Walsall in between, and then Roy came. Or um, I actually signed for Berry after that for a couple of years, and then linked up with BBM this year. So. And how is he? I played started. against him. I played against him when he was at Bury because he, like he's Bury's all-time appearance holder or something. I think so. Yeah, he's near the top anyway. I think yeah, yeah he's, he's for years. He's, he's, uh, he's been to more chairmans and changed the football pitches in Bury now than anybody, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, he, he's he's brilliant to be fair. Um, because actually when I when I moved to Manchester first, he was at Rochdale and Bury and Rochdale are obviously quite close. So uh, we used to meet up quite a bit, and then it came to the summer where I was going to be leaving Bury and. Uh, yeah, he rang and rang and we got it sorted straight away. So um, we're, we're having good, we're having great crack. In fairness, yeah, he's, <laughs> no he, Greg. he's well, he's well thought of over there, right? Like, and he, uh, and brilliant, I've seen, brilliant. I've seen some of the football that you're playing. So he's, mm. he's quite, uh, you know, uh, let's play coach. I can imagine. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, superb. Um, there's no like, I think even from knowing him before I signed, I knew it was kind of be the going to be the case that that was the way we were going to play and. Uh, yeah, it, it suited me down to the ground, and um, honestly, he's, he's brilliant. I can't speak quite enough of him. The lads, uh, the lads at the club are a huge, huge fans of him. Even uh, I think he's maybe converted John Caulfield to small bit to playing out from the back of it as well. So um, he comes and watch the games. He couldn't believe it. So uh, there's no, yeah, never going to be any form of Brian. So wasn't that's just the way he always loved to play. Like he, like I played with him from when I came back in '96. Brian was there, so we'd have been great buddies, and we would have known each other from. Growing up playing Ga and the Cork under 13 teams, and when he used to be wearing his uh, his Brian Adams uh, denim jacket, denim jeans, <laughs> and white t shirt, and girls, it's his under 13s, and girls everywhere waiting from outside. You know, so <laughs> I think he's after even getting better looking over the years. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's a few. Uh, one of the lads that uh, I think played with him at Berry, he calls him ben, uh, ben Affleck, so that's not a bad show, to be fair. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> he nearly did an armchair most of the time when he played, didn't he? You know, he was just very. Compose on the ball, you know. So oh he, yeah, he never gave it away. Never he still joins in training now. I don't think I can't remember him giving the ball away. Like he's yeah. unreal. So has he had a few sessions with your dad? Has your dad been over for games? Like has he met up with him? Yeah, yeah. We've we've he, 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 um, 
he was last over. We played Newcastle in the FA Cup at home. He was over for that. And um, yeah, we go out for a bit of food and that after it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Bray's Bray's always kind of when me and Dan was over, so uh, we have a good crack mm-hmm. and, and meet up after the game. So, and, yeah, so what so makes him like? Obviously, he's you know, been a Cork lad and good mates. That's that's great. But what why, why do they like him that much over him? Because of the side he plays, or just the way he carries himself, or what? Yeah, I think a bit of a bit of both. To be honest, uh, he's kind of like he's very modern in terms of his way he deals with players. He wouldn't kind of shouting and roaring. Um, I think you know he was first team coach before he got the job, so he had quite a close relationship with a lot of the lads. And then he's just carried that over. And uh, yeah, he's he, he, the way, even the train and the spot. My brother actually came over to uh, came over to stay with me for a few days. He was home from Australia for Christmas, so he came home for uh, came over for four days and. He came in to watch training and he kind of came and he said to me, how good's BBM on the training pitch? He said, no, he's unreal. Um, did, like he takes a lot of the training himself and if he's not joining in as well. And uh, yeah, he's just hugely popular with all the lads now. Um, they all, uh, you know, I think like the modern coach is, 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 there's a lot of them on the rise, but I think, you know, he's, he's very highly rated over here and uh, I think rightly so. Can that be a bit of a, a challenge, though, as well? You know, being one of the lads, being a mate, and then when the SHIT hits the fan, where where does he go then, you know? Yeah, uh, he tends to shout at me when that happens. Um, <laughs> he, he aims at one person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I'm the one that gets the brunt of it, but uh, yeah, I'm happy enough with that. I think we've had a few shout matches on the pitch, but... Uh, it's always all right after. I think uh, that's the best way for it. Yeah, it's probably it's a, it's a good little trade. Then to be fair, you know, if you're going to have a pot, have, have a pot of somebody who you kind of know that will, will take it on the chin and move take on. It, yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know he's he's very uh, clever in the way he works, and um, yeah, sometimes I have to take the brunt of it, but that's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> but you can understand them. Half the other boys didn't understand the car <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And how do you find knowing you're playing at Rochdale now at the moment? Do you find you're happy? What age are you? Uh, 24. 24. 24 so so, August, yeah. yeah, so young yet. Like, so you know, young, one, yeah. Yeah, you, like, you have a huge opportunity ahead of you for like Republic of Ireland and everything. And just, I suppose, looking, keep the head screwed on. And sometimes you see a lot of lads, you know, go to bigger clubs and come down the leagues and stuff. And as you said, a rising coach, a rising team, you could be a rising player in that. So how do you feel at the moment in that Rochdale team? Yeah, I feel great. Um, it's been, uh, I think when I signed for Berry, I had, I had a couple of injuries there. I, had a, I ended up having ankle surgery in the January of my first season. I'd already had a knee injury, so I didn't play much. And then last season, it was kind of finding my feet again, getting back into it. I think I had about 35 appearances, but most of them were kind of off the bench playing in midfield, so I didn't play as much and then uh, this year yeah I've been had a free run really I missed two or three games uh, early in the season but um, I've played 31 out of the I think 34 or 5 league games so I've played 38 games already including the cup so uh, like that's that's the most I've had in terms of a run and uh, yeah I feel great um, I, I, I'm really enjoying playing here and uh, it's, it's, it's perfect it was a perfect move for me to be fair it was, it was just what I needed at, uh, at the time in the summer and um just hoping we're, we're kind of we're in a, we feel we're in a false position in the league anyway, a bit lower than we should be. Um, but we've um, we feel we have enough to, to kind of stay up and, and build for next year again. And what are the finances like on over at the club at the moment? How are things looking? Um, I think I, I, in terms of budget, I think we're quite low in terms of the league. But the club seems very well run. Um, we've heard nothing uh, about obviously the finances in terms of are we going to be asked to cut wages because there's a few clubs being asked with the current situation we've heard nothing yet uh we've been paid we've been paid fully there last month or just on friday i think so um you know it'll probably be in the coming the coming months where where things might change but uh, everything's okay at the moment anyway in terms of that how are you? Selling money anyway, you're okay. That's it. Selling confirmation money all together. Yeah. <laughs> make that much there. <laughs> just, yeah. So just, I suppose, from going to Rochdale, going to Celtic. Let's go back to Celtic. Like you know, when you were playing there, was it? Were you like in awe of the place, the coaches? Like, what was the professionalism like at the club? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was like. It, it changed from time to time. I made my debut when Neil N was there when I was the manager, and uh, he was brilliant. Um, and they did like a lot of big players at the club then who went on to kind of play in the Premier League and that. And then, um, yeah, it, it, 
Ronnie Doyle came in after that for a couple of years, and it was kind of, it was a completely different setup. And uh, you know, some lads kind of took to that, some didn't. And then it was it was it was uh, after I went on loan to Cork City, and I actually came back kind of in that summer, kind of think to myself, I've got a year left, I'll just see it out, maybe go on loan and then move. But uh, Brendan Rodgers took the job then, and I ended up starting the season in the team. So it kind of surprised me hugely. But yeah, like you say, some sometimes you kind of had to pinch yourself like you'd be watching like old firm games on the telly years ago and Scott Brown playing in midfield and all of a sudden he's a teammate and, and, and a friend and stuff like that it was kind of some kind of pinch yourself moments but I've never really been one to kind of get taken away by that so I, I, I coped with it quite well and it was it was always alright Was yeah, it was hard it, to leave on? Um, I think it was time to be fair yeah, it was time. The, the, um, I was offered another year, uh, but it was kind of a token gesture, to be fair. They were looking for uh, kind of money, compensation money when I was leaving. So um, I think I was ready to leave at, at, at that time. Uh, I, was, um, I was left out in Israel for the last European qualifier. I think we were played Hapoel Beersheva. It was, um, we were leading from the first leg, and I played in the, in the previous three games and the league games, and I was left out of the squad, not even on the bench. And, I remember thinking to myself that night that I was, go- I was going to leave no matter what happened, even if I got in, put my contract up, I was going to go somewhere. It worked out that I didn't end up playing again after it and, and, and left anyway. But um, I think I'd had a lot of like the couple of, over the couple of years where it looked like I was going to get a chance and I was in and out and in and out. I just really wanted to go somewhere where I was kind of going to be part of it properly and, and try and make a proper like good career. And uh, I think when it came to it, I, I was ready to go, to be fair, definitely. So it wasn't disappointing, but it was for a fella who's 24, you've a, you've, you, yeah, I was saying for a fella that, who, of 24, you've a, you've a huge career behind you already. Like, so as Darren was saying, like you've, there's massive opportunities ahead of you from, from your experience so far, 24 years of age. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've experienced a lot of things, even, even just being like, I learned so much from the first kind of, when Neil Lennon was the manager, I made my debut in the March, but I'd been involved from like the November on until the March and, I learned so much just like being on the bench, being in the round and watching games in terms of like how to be a good teammate and stuff like that. I think uh, it stood me in good stead and uh, gave me the kind of the platform to, to go on from there. And um, yeah, I ended up playing in some good games. Not, not, not a lot of games, but uh, there wasn't that many of us at that time that, that broke through. So we did all right to get in and, then, and, and play a number of games and then obviously yeah. moved on. You've what, got, would you, go on. Uh, what would you think is... Like at 24, what would you think is success now? Because some people are saying getting the Celtic doing really well there, getting the European games, getting league games, playing in all foreign games, etc. And then moving down to the leagues. Are you are you happy or what's your what's your goal? What would be a successful career? Yeah, I, I, I definitely tr- uh, try and get get up the leagues, but I'm not really uh, like hugely focused on looking uh, forward. I I, I kind of. I was very hard on myself there for years. I remember I'd come home from training and I'd, I'd give in the ball away and I would do my head in for the whole night. And I was probably a bit hard to deal with for a while over it. But uh, ever since I've kind of signed here in the summer and, and even last season, I've, I've kind of taken more of an approach where, you know, I'll just try and enjoy it. And obviously I get like, I'm very competitive. So I get a bit of grief in training for shouting at, at Brian, whoever's ref in the games and stuff like that. But um Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong I've with taken that. more, more of That's normal. The, the, the lines and the cones are there for a reason. This thing you're having it <laughs> yeah. a foot outside. Play on. No bloody way is that play on. He's murdered for that. There's no such thing as play on. But I, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, it's more of an easier approach. I actually, I kind of said it to my man. My man was like getting very kind of worked up about it over the last, when I was about to leave Celtic or last year and kind of things were going wrong with injuries and that. I just kind of said to him like, like, it's going to be a, a long ride, so let's just try and enjoy it from now on because there's no point in getting obsessed or upset with things. And you know, that's just the way I try to look. When you play your best off on, like when you're enjoying your football, you're going to play much better. Like, you know, when you t- obviously deal with the disappointments there, and then we'll have a time limit on that. And just enjoy it. And I think that's when you start playing your best football. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I've, um, and yeah, it, it, to be fair, I've made it a lot. It's, I've been a lot more settled this year and stuff. Um, I've moved into a house just outside Manchester. My girlfriend's moved up from Birmingham, so she's in with me. And um, you know, I've just been a lot more settled in everything I do. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing like you know better things off the pitch and stuff like that. So um, everything is is a lot better and uh, just giving me a lot better base to build from, really. 
And do you well, think got... that self-critical kind of attitude, do you think that helped you or hindered you in terms of when you're at Celtic? You know, were you overthinking things? Were you were you blaming other people, blaming yourself? Or were you kind of just saying eventually you just went, ah, oh, enough's enough? Yeah, I think, uh, well, certainly I had a very kind of frustrating time um, for a couple of years where I kind of felt like, oh, I was never going to... I always kind of think to myself, now if if maybe Brendan Rodgers had taken over from Neil Lennon, then I was like young and, and, and really like hungry at the time to to kind of do well. Whereas when 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 the new manager took over, I was like, I'd made my debut, I wanted to kick on, and he was kind of saying, oh, be patient, be patient. And I was probably too, almost too exuberant and wanting to do well and wanting to move on. I was kind of seeing lads who were, who were my age, like playing in, in games and leagues and, and I and I look at the amount of games I played, and I'd only played three or four, and I was nearly nineteen or whatever, twenty years of age, and I, I I became just kind of obsessed with getting better. Maybe some I actually spoke to Paul McShane at us. I spoke to him about it recently, and he always said that that he was kind of in a rush and obsessed at a young age. But if he looks back now, he's kind of he always thinks like, oh, I had so much more time than I thought, and I think I've just come to terms with that over the the last while or so. That you know, there's plenty of time and. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it more now. Yeah, that's definitely key anyway because that's what we're trying to probably say to you. You being 24, we're thinking no, we're like the three ghosts of Christmas past here. You know, <laughs> we we see the opportunity that you do have. Like 24, you were at Celtic. No, you're at Rochdale. You know, you're a decent footballer, big, tall centre half, can play football, and that's what the modern game is looking for. So again, you know. Like I know you're not in a rush or anything like that, and don't be, and don't take too much pressure. But like you know, look after yourself, as you said. Do the right things after football, and after training. I hope you're doing yoga and sort of like that, stretching with yeah. your injuries and stuff like that, and keeping fit. But you seem to be, yeah. Uh, look, you're 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 getting through games now and stuff like that. You did have a few injuries, but you no know, huge opportunity ahead of you. And if you look at the Irish squad as well, and thinking further on again, if you look at who's going to be taking over. You know, that's his philosophy is get the ball down and play. And that's what exactly what he brought to Dundalk that time, you know. So, like, he, he, that's the kind of player he's looking for. So, who knows what, what paths will take you where, you know. And, and he is he's very open to looking at players at all league. Yeah, definitely. I, um, I've kind of obviously played against um, Dundalk when Stephen Kenny was the manager. So, seeing the way he plays and he's, he's uh style of football is superb. And um, uh, it, it'll definitely, you know, I think it'll, it'll be great for a lot of young lads coming through to, to kind of see the philosophy he's going to implement. And um, there's a few great players in the under-21s that we've already seen. So uh, it, it, I think it's exciting times, really, for, for the country as a whole. Brilliant. And there's two other lads that were at Cork City at Rochdale as well. Is there kind of like getting a little bit of a Cork uh, clan, clan yeah, together? Dude, yeah, yeah. Dudes and Jimmy Ryan Delaney was there as well. He, he's, he left there in January. Oh, so. Yeah. Uh, we lost one, but uh, yeah, Dudes and Jimmy um, are in. Yeah, we've, we, we've, uh, we have good crack, to be fair. Jimmy likes the yeah. hurling the same as me, so we've had the hurlies in a couple of days and had a few pucks around the place. So, uh, fellas looking at us a bit mad, but um, yeah, we have good crack now, in fairness. That's important as well as probably we all know is to, you know, have those connections in a team. And like it's, it's vital as well if you're away from home and away from your family. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, We've got, like, as you said, we've got the two lads and we've got a good few Irish and uh, Mac Shane's there as well. So the four of us go for a coffee every Friday day before a game. So just little things like that, I think, can help you um, take your mind off things. I think we're all, you know, we've been here a few years now, so I don't think there's any uh, real thing for homesickness. But um, it's, it's great to just get out and, and do things like that together. To... That was like me and your dad as well. We used to go for a coffee on a Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's calling creamers. creamers. <laughs> Not the two points tonight, two points tonight for the game show. Yeah, the quart. The quart, yeah, who says that uh, though? You introduced me to the quart. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can't you can't be there. One or two before night before we go to a game, every now and again is alright, you know. I'd, just exactly on nerves. It's been who you're playing, you know. <laughs> You'd nearly have well, to have no Dennis playing, wouldn't you? One of the lads, actually. Uh, one of my <laughs> um, two of my friends were coming over uh, a couple of weeks ago. One was flying from Cork, the other was flying from Dublin. So uh, I went to get him from the airport, 
the missus drove, she was outside in the cab, went in to uh, get the first fella, and he's at the bar with two points. He said, who's that for? You. He said, I'm playing in the morning. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I'll drink it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you get older, then, or on you get to the level where myself and Darren are, you have to have a drink before. It's, it's, it's a prerequisite or else you don't qualify. <laughs> <laughs> they actually breathalyze you before the game and if you had that too, you can't play. <laughs> they actually, actually have to move the cops from our games onto the street now to make sure people are in. We were, they were breathalyzing us before our games all along. <laughs> you, actually, you, you can't get breathalyzed now with uh, COVID, surely not, can you? Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I won't try anymore. Well, like, Harvey's not here, Dan. We can't, we can't go through that one with a lot. <laughs> we, we, we need the solicitor. Or yeah, the Paris, we're, or we're, uh, we're missing our lawyer tonight, Hoggy. Yeah, yeah. So if we say something, we might have to retract this one. <laughs> yeah, we're missing better call Saul. <laughs> exactly. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so when do you think you're back on? Uh, the training. Yeah. Uh, it, we're, it says, our program says the 14th of April, but I can't see it being that. I think no. it'll go back a few months yet. I think I think it'll be at least maybe June, July before you look at playing games again. But um, that's just hazarding a guess as well. So I will you see out the season? I think. What's the talk? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think the way the way everyone seems to be talking over here is that that the season's going to finish no matter what happens, even even if it carries on. So um, hopefully, um, hopefully we do anyway. We take it not like some of, the, some of the leagues, isn't it? In the aren't they in uh, who is it, Jersey, Jersey Island, or Jersey something? I've they've, saw, won I think all it, their, they've won all their 27 games and they're talking about scrapping, scrapping oh, the league. Geez, they I have to that. fly, they have to fly over and back for every game because it's literally in Jersey in the Channel Islands and they've oh, won yeah. 27 30 out of 30 or something like that. And they've put good money in to get promoted. <laughs> they're not scrapping the league. Wouldn't you just be? Oh, yeah. I think they've. I think they've. Uh, all leagues below the national league, I think, have been void anyway so far. Avoid, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're talking about what, the national league maybe going as well, but I'm not sure. Is the is the club just closed though, and you can't use the facilities or anything? Or yeah, uh, closed. Yeah, I'm 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 living about half an hour away anyway. But uh, there's actually right. a football pitch, just kind of on in like a park, uh, not far from where I live. So I went up this morning to do a bit of running. There's a couple of lads live around here. They they were actually there as well. So uh, we went for we did the running. I hope you said two meters apart. now. we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. <laughs> your, your your two meter passes. First thing, first thing my mother said to me when I was telling her. <laughs> <laughs> we're all in that mindset here now. So tell us, what's the story with Bonesy, the nickname? Is that because you were nailing fellas when you were younger or what? Or? <laughs> Definitely not. No, I was a bit soft when I was younger the other way. But right. I, I think uh, my uncle, my dad said a call me when I was about one or something. I don't know why. And uh, it's honestly just stuck from there. I, um, teachers in school used to ask me, like, what's your name again, Bonesy? So it was, it was it stuck everywhere <laughs> I went. And then actually, when I went to Berry. It was kind of Owen for the first few weeks. And then I was in the car when the lads one day, Stephen Dawson, and he rang. He was friends with uh, BBM and he rang him. And uh, BBM says, he says, I'm in the car with Owen here. And uh, BBM says, who, Bonesy? And then Bonesy was alive oh, again. Oh, there you though. go. It's alive again. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fun to yeah. Because I met, I was talking to Kevin Mulcahy. He's a neighbor of mine here, you know. And he said, you met you at one night and you were just talking. And he goes, yeah, I met Bonesy. And I was like, who the fudge is Bonesy? Who the? <laughs> never, heard, yeah. never heard of me before. My, my young fella's on as well, and I'm calling him Bonesy. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> I get right well. <laughs> oh, and a Bonesy. And I, th- I think he was happy when I saw, I saw I said I was going to talk to you. And I said, he's a Bonesy as well. He said, oh, yeah, he's like me, so, he says. So. <laughs> We're setting the trend. Yeah. Setting the trend. All the new yeah. children born now and this baby boom, we all got Bonesy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my girlfriend is actually, she comes over to Cork and even my mum calls me Bones. Like She kind of feels like she has to call me and I was well saying, oh, yeah, all right, stick with Owen. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have any last questions for Owen there, lads, uh, I think I'm probably after asking him everything that I'm going to ask him. Do you want to know anything? Uh, from... what's, with, with the club, what's the goal with the club? Um, have you got, would you have goals like to get promoted on like in the next year or two, three? What way is it looking? Or is the finances just to stay, just, just survive? Or how, how's it looking that way? Well, I think the last few years is definitely kind of, it's been like all about survival for the club. Um, um, but 
this year I think we, we came into it and we've got we've got some very good players to be fair and uh, we had a we, we had a decent start I think we won the first game away and then we kind of had we played it away the second game I think we had a goal disallowed the last minute and then we conceded last minute of the third game so we could have had nine points in three games but we're kind of thinking right we're on a run but we ended up at kind of five and then that's just kind of been the story of the season we've had a lot of we've had loads of injuries um I was the only fit centre half there for about 20, 25 games in a row. So it was, uh, it's been really kind of tough, tough on the squad. We, we, we've got a small squad with, like, you know, packed with kind of good quality players, but it's, we've, we've had that many injuries. We, we, we had like 15, 16 year old on, on the bench for, for league games, which, which you don't really see, you know, at this mm. level. So, um, yeah, I think if, if we can obviously get a few good results and, and, and get up the table before the end of the season, and then uh, that'll give us a good base to train push on for next season because I think uh, you know definitely be the hope to, to get towards mid-table or the playoffs and, and, and see where we mm. can go from there Actually did you play Crew Alexandra this year? Uh, no they're in League 2 they're, they're League below us You never played yeah I, I, I thought you might have met him in a cup or something because I, I, the reason I say it is because I actually saw them playing they quite, they're very very similar to the way he play. Yeah, they're all football. So it'll be yeah, interesting yeah. to see if you met each other at all. Did you have you seen them or? No, we. Uh, I haven't. Um, I haven't seen him. But Bry said to me, um, "Oh, he's, he's on." He said you should watch Crew. They're unreal. Yeah, and all. I've seen yeah. a few games, but uh, I, I, we played against them last year. But um, when I was, we were in League Two last year, but it's it's a uh, it's 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 mad with these leagues because you know some teams are are near the bottom one year and then next year it it, it changes and, and they're right up yeah. the top. So it's it's. It's uh, that's just the way it goes. It, it, that's what I've learned the last few years being here. So um, we'll hopefully kind of take be an example of that next year. Crew, just they're on the rate setup is a different different level, isn't it? They just like conveyor yeah. belt the players coming out of there. You know, it's just yeah. it's just the academy of all academies, really, isn't it? You know, and yeah, still packed. Yeah, we, we uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't last year. I, I we played against them last year, and I remember thinking like they're a very good team, but they're kind of like on their way to being. And then this year, it's 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 obviously it's come to fruition for them, and then you know they're 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 right at the top of that league. So hopefully we might meet meet them next year. That's the best then, I've ever seen them anyway. And their manager actually, Dave Artell, he was a centre half uh, with Port Vale when I was there, but like he was he wasn't a, a, a particularly great footballer, or you know wasn't known as a footballer. He's known as a, a decent centre half, you know, uh, no no BS centre half, one of those, but. Yeah, they I I couldn't believe when I saw them. I like they were so good. Like they were they were really good, really good players. Just some of the stuff where they were they were doing in the warm up as well. I was looking at their warm up and then it it just transitioned into the game. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was really good to see. You no, know, I I just saw a couple of clips and uh, a bit of your uh, style as well, and it's quite similar. Like so, yeah. It's interesting to see that because there was none of that when I was playing in the leagues, like or probably you, Dennis, as well, when you were over there. Or, you know, like it was. It's yeah, it, they're, they're funny leagues, aren't they? You yeah. know, like, as you're saying, the teams go up and down. But not only that, you could be the most attractive team there. You know, Peterborough, for example. You know, Peterborough Exeter were always a good side as well. They were always a decent football same. side. Yeah. Peterborough had the biggest or the dearest season ticket nearly up as far as the Premiership because they were scoring six, seven goals but conceding eight. Yeah. You know, because yeah. they were just playing against big, strong boys who just did the job well. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's why it's hard when you're playing football to ultimately <laughs> up the pitch and then all of a sudden they're in, like, you know? Yeah. We we actually we played them, uh Peterborough there this year and uh it was it just kind of summed up the league really the way it went. I think I think they scored after eighteen minutes, and I don't think they got a kick of the ball before that. We we were all over them. Their strikers chasing around, going, "Oh my god, you're unreal and all that." And about ten minutes later, it was three 0 to them. Yeah, it it does your head in like, and uh, yeah, it was just an example of the way it is. But like you said, um, they'd be one of the favourites, Peterborough, all the time because I think they. They always seem to have a, a very good players anyway at this level. They obviously to get a crowd as well, don't they? Do yeah, they have yeah. that niche kind of, you know, like I said, they had the season tickets high, made no difference. People paid the price because they knew they were going to see goals and you know, and they always produced a player or two always that moved Definitely. on again, you know. But again, they've yo-yoed all over the place, haven't they up and down, you know? Yeah. 
It's a tough league, a tough league to get out of, but it's definitely a good learning league as well, especially at 23, 24. You know, you can you can learn a lot of styles within a three, two or three year period there. You know how to play against a big fella, how to play against a, uh, a nippy player, how to play against a number 10. So there's so many styles in that league for your development. It's a great league to be in. Yeah, it's, it's huge as well, yeah. But it's, and even like this year, there's, there's some huge clubs in, in, in the league. You've like Sunderland, you've... Ipswich, you got the likes of them to play, and then it, it's it's completely different. Like you know, you, you could be away at Stadium Light one week and away at Accrington the next week, and yeah. equally as tough games. It's it's there's like you, you go to Sunderland, you think oh, just because they're they're a huge club, but sometimes it's like it can be a harder game going going to the likes of Accrington and, and other and even us yeah. really, I suppose other places. Yeah, it was weird. We, at Liverpool there, you had like Dagen and Redbridge down to Plymouth over to, to Exeter up then and you were playing the, what do you call it, Norwich on the way back up and then you were playing, um, what do you call it, who's the other big, elite on the first season when you come back up, you know, so you're doing a loop and you kind of go, yeah, yo, hey, yo, you know, and then all of a sudden you just hit Norwich, <laughs> uh, what do you call it, and Leeds on the way back up and you just get tanked over there, you know, but the worst place I ever played was Millwall. I'll never forget it. Yeah, you know, I played there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's oh. unbelievable, you know. Absolutely I unbelievable. There, yeah. I was a sub that day and I went down for warm and I went, I'm warm. Good luck. <laughs> see, you, see you later. I'm back in again, you know. Yeah, I played just got abused. Left, and they have no clue who you are. They just want to abuse no. you. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Walsall. I was on loan at Walsall. We played Millwall at the day and I remember th- we drew nil-nil. And I remember thinking, oh, to get the ball from the throne as well as throwing stuff at you and they don't even know. Oh, it's cr- crazy read. altogether. It's crazy. It's a crazy proper football league, fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep it up. Keep it up. And then, and then you go off to a nice place, Southampton or somewhere like that. They're like, where the hell are these come from? Don't need an hour down the road, you know? It's just a yeah, different world altogether, you know? Actually, Derek, I meant to ask you this, not, not offensive or anything, but you're just, you are older than us. But was there any <laughs> really teams, that, teams when you were uh, playing that really liked to play football? That was their style, like, you know, in terms of today's football like playing over in the back and stuff and I thought my memory's shocking down but I don't I can't think of anyone offhand like I even watching the 2005 game uh, last week <clears throat> when we played against Derry and we would have been known as the last game of the season when we won the league we would have been known as, as a, a ball playing team wouldn't we Dennis at the time like we would have been yeah. good football but watching it last week it was a different style it was yeah I think Mick kicked every ball long from the goal, but once it broke down up there, that's when we played ball. It's like we played ball in certain areas, you know. Yeah, um, in their half, we were, yeah. yeah, we were dynamic and we it flowed a lot. And, and fellas tried different things. You had the Georgies, John O'Flynn's, the Roy's, Joe Gamble in the middle, like. But it was done in, in different areas. I think sometimes, like it's great for watching Man City and Liverpool playing or, or Barcelona playing the tiki tacky kind of stuff. But sometimes, like that's probably the point zero zero one percent of football teams, you know. So, yeah. I, I think that's that's great for, for for the likes of them. But when it comes to there's, there's a right balance where you've, you're dynamic, but yet you're going about it the right way, you know. And you're winning you're winning second balls and winning battles and then playing, you know. I think I think there's a there's a balance there somewhere, you know. Yeah, and I think I think that was a transition at that time as well, wasn't it? Really, because we didn't grow up in the era where they're teaching now the, the, you know, the fundamentals of playing out from the back and your first touch, look forward, play it into the midfield, second man runs, all that. We were taught defenders are defenders and then attackers were attackers you know, and midfielders yeah. just scrapped in between, you know. But as we kind of got, you knew Fenny inside, you'd Roy was dynamic, Cairns on one side, Johnny in behind, Georgie on the ball. You know, so you had a bit of, like, oh, that team had a bit of everything with, mm. with Fenny that could just sit there and do nothing as he always did, but always did something, you know. Or unless you had runners in behind, and and like as we said, it was win the ball high up the pitch, get second balls, and then it was just boom. It was quick and fast because mm. Johnny and Georgie had that, you know. Whereas if you look at the way you're playing, Owen is completely get it from the, and a hundred percent possession nearly to the finish, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, we that would be our kind of plan for a lot of the games. I think we've sprung a surprise in a couple of teams this year where we didn't maybe play as much, and then they're expecting. And we actually played Rotherham. At home in our last game there before before it was all called off and uh, they were kind of running to kind of press and we just we almost just played over them because they were so yeah. high and we ended up winning three one and and it was a great win it was probably not like the way we played all the time but 
it, it playing that way allowed us to be to be able to shock them by by maybe going a bit longer and um but it's good to be able to adapt, to adapt though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yes, yeah, it's it's good to be able to adapt. Like every game is totally different depending on what styles meet each other, you know. And I think like hitting the footman straight away isn't isn't a bad option half the time, especially if you can do it well, you know, and hit a nice ball in the channel or ball to feet from the centre half to the centre forward and bring people into play. You know, there's there's different yeah. ways to skin a cat. Like, and I think that's what I love about football is is even different styles. You know, I love watching Atletico Madrid play. I love watching Ajax. You know, there's so many different styles, and I think. I think once you can give the players freedom to, I suppose, to conquer the different situations, I think I think that's an important part of coaching. Yeah, definitely. Um, like it, it, even playing long early for the, maybe the first ten or fifteen minutes can just take the other team back and allow you to play a bit more. Then, but uh, yeah, I've had a few arguments but, but after games. But when you're playing a style like that, they know, you know that it is a case of play out, play out, play out, play out, play out. Then you change it, and Brian says, "Right, we're going to play that way." you know it's going to happen, right? But do you have that target man to play off then? Because yeah, you've never uh, really played that way. Well, yeah. Um, Aaron Wilbraham is, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. plays for us. He, I think he's 40 now. Yeah, yeah we're, we all are his 40th birthday there. He actually scored against Newcastle in the FA Cup. But, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, I, I, played, I think Calvin I played and, against him. He was at uh, MK Dons when they made Yeah, MK yeah, that's right. Yeah, well. yeah, he was there, yeah. yeah, yeah. Still going strong. Big, big, yeah. big man. Big, he's, he's, like, he's like a man in Millwall now. Was, well, what's his name up front? Um, what's his name up front for Millwall? Oh, God. He's Harris? There again. No, no, he's well gone, Harris. He's what's well he gone, is he? Front? Um, he's, Elliot, there, is he's there as long as... as oh, Morrison? Morrison, that's it. He's kind of, he, he's just retired. He was at Shrewsbury there this year. Yeah, but he was there for years, yeah. Oh, years and years. He must have been forty as well, you know, by the time he finished. But again, just a goal scorer, you know, and just, yeah. uh, just uh, he could play the game unbelievable and fit the fiddle as well. So Stephen Morrison, is it? Great. Yeah. Stephen Morrison. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. And he, he was like Ravinelli by the time he finished. He was so yeah. great. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'll be the, I think uh, my old man's his biggest fan. He's just. Uh, I've had a lot of arguments after games when a man rings me, you need to play the big man all the time, you need to play the big man. I think, Brett, he, yeah, was, yeah. I think he was a big man. He, he he always says, like, hit the big man. Probably he's, he, he's, he's probably right. He's probably yeah. right. Yeah. Especially in that league anyway. You know, sometimes you have to hit the big man and just play off him. And yeah. Get that, yeah. But having you up front, Dennis, was, was a great option. Like, you know, to get the ball to you, you hold it up and bring fellas in, you know, so. Well, one in ten yeah. was good, Derek, yeah. so look Owen uh, thanks for coming on I really enjoyed it I hope um, you know isolation you don't go too crazy over the next couple of weeks but look after yourself and remember three goals to Christmas past there telling you you're only 24 we want to see you in an Irish jersey now in a a year or two I'm sure I'm sure we will you have the talent anyway for it look after the body and the breeding and and the breeding don't forget the breeding (laughs) breeding yeah pass on a few more Irish uh, young fellas (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but uh, good to good to hear from you anyway. Well, on, see you, bye. Thanks, lads. Take care, bye. Okay.